manufactured motivation. What does that mean? It means when you're done, down for the count, flat on your back, nothing left in the tank, you've got to figure out a way to get up, to move your feet, to make it happen, to show the grit, uh, to accomplish what you were trying to accomplish, to get back on that mission and succeed. You're about to meet a man who has that and who shows it and lives it. He was a Marine. He's the owner of Smart Digital. He's Brent Canfield. Next. This is a Dash of Grit. Recipes for success from courageous leaders who overcome challenges and build great things. Now, podcasting from Spire to leaders in local communities like yours, here is Brian Leflock. And let's get cooking. So let's talk a little bit about entrepreneurship and success, the characteristics that you need. You've got to be what? Driven? You've got to have vision. You've got to have passion. You've got to have commitment. Those are all standard. We all have to have those. Well, what about ethics? What about compassion? What about a sense of worth and doing the right things for the right people and taking care of business in the right way? Well, that is uh, sometimes not so easy for some folks, but the man I'm about to meet uh, to introduce you to has all of those things. And I'm really proud to, uh, to say he's a good friend of mine and a, uh, an inspiration uh, to me. He's a sergeant in the Marine Corps. Uh, he's a owner of Smart Digital Security and creator of SentryPods uh, right here in Ashland, Ohio. He is Brent Cantfield. Brent Welcome to Dash of Grit. It's my honor. Good morning, Brian. How are you? I'm fantastic, sir. Even better to have you on the other side. Yeah, I appreciate it. Likewise. It's a lot of fun to uh, talk with you. I, I know your passion. I know your heart for doing things right. And, and that all kind of funnels into security. And some folks start a business to start a business. You started a business to take care of people. And I think that that's the key difference and maybe one of the biggest reasons that you have success. So I hope I set you upright and, and, uh, and people know what to expect here as they go through this podcast, because I think they're going to enjoy this show. Sure. Tell us a little bit about success, Brent. I, I, I've set you up to talk about how we've accomplished some things in your company, and I'd like to share. Uh, tell me some good things about Smart Digital and things you're proud of. I think uh, the thing that really defines Smart Digital, Brian, is that we're an integration firm. We integrate and we design solutions that protect people from you know, products like access gate systems, surveillance systems, camera systems, uh, burglar systems, intrusion. And we've been successful at that because we have a passion, not just for protecting people, but we, we like to incorporate technology into that passion. And, and why are you so passionate about this? Why did you start this business? What's, what's the, what drives you to the success you've accomplished? Well, to be honest, Brian, I mean, that's a, that's kind of an interesting question because I spent 12 years uh, in the Marine Corps. Uh, the Marine Corps was basically um, my life. I was, I was at that, at the time I was in the Marine Corps, I was a career Marine, but I decided to totally get out of the Marine Corps. I left active duty in 03. And then I, I went over and rejoined the Marine Corps at the, on the, in the reserves. And I didn't really realize that that would continue on that, that passion to protect people would continue on as a civilian. And so to answer your question, it all started making sense to me after the Boston marathon bombing in 2015, it caused me to produce uh, the product that you mentioned, sentry pods, our autonomous camera system. I designed that 
as a response to the Boston Marathon bombing because I realized that we did not have any kind of autonomous protection for people, right? At the Boston Marathon, how many thousands of people were there? And, you know, when, when they went through that experience and the bombs, the pressure cooker bombs went off, we had no way to go back and look through the video. We had no means of looking at the event in real time or a measure to prevent that that catastrophic event. And so what I did was I designed this camera system to be autonomous and rapidly installed in three to five minutes. And so at that point I realized this has always been a passion of mine. My passion has always been about protecting people. You know, in my past life as a Marine, it was more of a clandestine protection. And now I've, I've, I've taken all of my background and experience in the Marines and I've combined it from a technical approach now. So now we're protecting people in a different way. Yeah. And, and I'm wondering, and I don't know the answer to this. I think I do. Do you measure success as the business grows and the bottom line and the revenue and all those things that are really important? You know, you got to pay the bills, you got to pay the salaries. Or do you measure success in how many people you're saving and keeping secure and uh, protecting? How would you measure success? I don't measure success monetarily, Brian. That's what I, I think thought. That's, that's a very poor way to measure success. I've always been one of those people that I say, you know, I, I, I personally don't care about the mansion on the hill and the sports car. That doesn't fascinate me. That's not what satisfies me uh, and make me whole. I would say that my success is measured by the success stories and catching the bad guy, saving the lives. We had a we had a real story uh, from a pilot program we did for the U.S. Customs and Border Protection, and we had a sentry pods installed at the at the Rio Grande River uh, down at the border, and a family was trying to cross the river and got caught up in the river. And oh. if you don't know anything about the Rio Grande River, it has got a very nasty undertow almost like a riptide in the ocean, but it has a very nasty undertow that, that literally can pull you in. And this family got caught up in that. And our sentry pods were responsible for identifying the location of that family and showed border patrol what was going on. And they were able to go down and save this family from drowning. Wow. That to me is a success story that, that breeds success. And that demonstrates success to me because it, it demonstrated to me that my product our product was responsible for saving the lives of, of an entire family. Yeah. Go ahead. And, and, and we can adjust our P and L and our balance sheet and we can make adjustments financial, you know, to our financial statements all day long. Those are lateral things that you can adjust by making a few decisions and key points and moves. But to say that your product was successful in saving lives, that's something money can't buy. Yeah. Yeah, boy, that's for that's for sure. And that's just one story. And I know that there are a hundred or a thousand more uh, where you're set up. And so let's talk about that because you do need to create a business to be able to provide that level of safety and security. And so let's let's talk about grit. Let's dive in. Uh, can you share some stories with folks? You've built a business from nothing. Like you created your thing and you're selling your thing. It's not a franchise that you bought in. So talk to, uh, talk to us a little bit about the struggles and hardships uh, that you faced along the way. Share some stories if you will. Sure. You know, for us, Brian, I would say that 
it was much like experiences in the Marine Corps when I was going for my WSQ, which is a water safety qualification, uh, water survival qualification uh, in the Marine Corps. That's like a, a tier one. It's it's a, one of the most extreme levels you can get to. The only way you get your WSQ is you first have to jump in the water. You have to you have to jump in feet first, and when you hit the water. All bets are off because you're fully committed at that point. It's the same concept in business. And I, I use a lot of analogies from experiences that I had in the Marine Corps, and I translate that to business now, and it applies almost in every form. So when I when I first started Smart Digital, I literally jumped in the drink. I was feet first. I was all in. I was fully committed when I jumped. And so I got a very quick crash course in this from the school of hard knocks. I learned very quickly how to bootstrap my business uh, because I was very cash poor at the very beginning because I didn't have equity. I didn't have outside capital. I didn't have bank funding to back me up at nothing. And literally for the first three or four years, our payroll was derived from customers paying. And so I couldn't make payroll until a customer paid. And I, I can honestly sit here right now and say that through all the prayers that I cast out, you know, to God, God made it possible for me to make payroll every single payroll period. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a conversation all of in itself, but. What's that like? What's that like, Brent, when you can't the night before payroll or the week before payroll and, you know, God shows up when he needs to show up and when he wants to show up. What's that like knowing that unless something changes, you're not going to make it? What's that feel like? It's what's well, prophetic for me to say this is the truth. I, I, I recall and I still remember definitively uh, a couple of those payroll periods our check didn't show up until the day of payroll. Wow. And I literally zipped down to the bank, deposited the check and then wrote the checks to all my employees the same day. People could say that that's, you know, maybe that's a little exaggerated, but that is, that's the raw and true facts of how I bootstrap my business to begin with. And so for me, my faith and prayers carried me through all of that. It's, it's almost like, you know, when God spoke to Moses, you know, at the Nile River, and he told Moses to put his staff into the river up to the very point of, of literally defying the Pharaoh, that's the truth. I mean, literally, I feel like I, at that point, I felt like Moses, like I'm literally stabbing my staff in the, in the Nile River uh, the day of. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, and, and that happened a, f- a couple of times you mentioned. It, it, was there ever a point in the infancy of this company where you're like, you know, I, I can't keep counting on, you know, this thing to happen and show up this, you know, it, was there ever a time where you just kind of wanted to pack it in and say, you look, this just didn't work out? I can honestly say that I never had that thought. Good. In fact, I had a, a fellow who was part of my company who told me that I should consider bankruptcy and I should fold. Oh. And I, I said to this person, if you ever say that again, you won't be working here. I don't quit. And I refuse to give up. I got that mentality, you know, as a kid, I got that mentality 
as a Marine. We don't, there's no such word as retreat in our dictionary because it's, it's for many reasons, Brian, it's, it's the unwillingness to quit or give up it's tenacity and it's raw. I mean, let's face it. Tenacity is a raw thing that a lot of people don't like to talk about the grit. The very thing that you're discussing, Brian is, is, is a topic that a lot of people just aren't comfortable talking about. They're not comfortable with getting uncomfortable and you have to be unwilling to quit period. End of story. There is no contingency plan. There is no alternative plan. This is our plan. And that has to be pre-programmed in your brain. You know, almost like when you when you decide to commit your life to marrying someone, you have to be pre-programmed that this is the one person you're going to be married to all your life. And you're never going to have an affair. You're never going to cheat on this person. If that's not pre-programmed in your mind, you're susceptible and vulnerable, you know, to, to, to going down that path. And in business, if you don't pre-program your mind that I'm not going to quit Well, then you might be looking for the back door. You might be looking for an alternative plan, or you might be looking for a contingency plan as a backup. And if that's your moat, if you don't burn the ships per se, as they, as they say in every business book you read, if you don't burn the ships, then you might want to retreat when things get hard. I'm not saying it never got hard. It got, it got hard a lot of times, many nights, that I didn't get sleep and I tossed and turned, but I never thought about quitting. Yeah. Good for you. And then that, that willingness to continue on with, and knowing that that direction is the right one, knowing that that's your mission, that you have to, you know, to, uh, to take your analogy, you have to take that hill. You got to go. Um, what has that led you to? Like, what's the, you can look back to those days when you couldn't make payroll or didn't almost couldn't, but yet you, you trusted that opened up doors, which allowed you to perhaps go to the next hurdle that you had to accomplish. But how did that move you forward? It moved me forward, Brian, because I I read a lot of scripture in the Bible and it it tells us in the Bible that God will always make a way. And to me, when I read the scripture, that's a promise to me because I take God's word, you know, at, at, at its value. If you just keep going, a way will be made. A way will be made. You will have options. It's you, you know, listen, if, if things happen, things, bad things are always going to happen. But if you just keep going, you'll work through it. But if you quit, you'll never know because you quit. You'll never know what the end result was going to be. And I can tell you through experience, many obstacles that were presented to me were catastrophic and earth shaking could have potentially shut down my business. When you don't have cash, much like combat. If you run out of ammunition in combat, you're in trouble. Yeah. In business, that translates to, to cash. If, if, if you're in business and you run out of cash, you're in trouble. Yeah. You can't make payroll. You can't buy your equipment. You can't pay for services. You can't pay suppliers and vendors. You're in trouble. So you never want to run out of cash. But when you get up against the fence because this bill has to get paid, that bill has to get paid, you have to make payroll. And, and you don't have any money. If you just push through it, things work out because you're either alive or you're dead, right? You're either, you're either uh, going through it or you're not. You know, it's interesting. I just shared with my daughter the other night, I was sitting on on the floor and she was going through some things, you know, as a, as a 16 year old girl will do. And I said, honey, you know, as I sit here right now, 54 years old, there's not, and I've gone through a lot. There's not a single problem that hasn't been solved one way or the other, just by going through. 
it either went well or it went poorly. I'd like to do it again. Doesn't matter. They're, that's yesterday's problem. And, and I think that's a, a similar thing. Just keep on moving. Keep those feet rolling. And so you were able to move into a place in your business. And I know small business cash is always cash is always a, a problem. And so it may or may not rear its ugly head. But what other as, as you achieve some success? Uh, what were some of the hurdles that kind of threw a Muhammad Ali hidden left at you and knocked you back a little bit? Oh, uh, <laughs> several, several occasions, Brian. I yeah. mean, I remember at one point we had used the bank to build, I'll just say a covert vehicle, right? Hmm. And we were really strapped for cash at this one particular period. And I remember the bank sending a repo uh, vehicle to come pick this vehicle up because we hadn't made payments. And, uh, it was bad. I mean, at that point we didn't have money, you know, we didn't have extra cash and we were not able to make payroll some, you know, without being paid first. So we were very cash poor. I just remember that being one period. And, and so I had to, you know, contact the bank and I had to negotiate terms with the bank and, and it all worked out. And, uh, to this day, you know, we, you know, I can say that we pulled through that that was one of the periods that was a very, uh, dark and, and gloomy period, uh, that we went through. But looking back, I mean, I say now I'm glad I didn't quit or give up at that point because things were tough, but I pulled through it. And, and by being glad you didn't give up, is it because you had a vision that said, if I can just get through this thing, that other thing that I want or want to accomplish is just on the other side. I've just got to get through this. Or was it just another thing as part of the the daily grind? Like, how do you see some of these issues? Is it, is it just a thing that just keeps on coming? Or is it just the last thing to get you to the the glory that you see on the other side? You're, you're going to have many battles to win the war. And, and you've got to continuously win the small battles to win the war. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of people talk about, you know, this one or two things that you can do to be successful. And, you know, these, these, you know, I just call it them call them the get rich quick schemes. There is no easy way to get rich. There is no easy way to make a lot of money. Some people's definition of rich is different than others. Again, mine, mine is not monetarily. I get my success from the families that I feed, the people that I save and the people that I protect. And so I say that it's, it's winning the battles you know, you've got to have a short-term and a long-term strategy. You know, it's good to write a five, uh, a business plan for your business, a five-year plan. In the Marine Corps, we would write a five-paragraph order before an ops mission because that five-paragraph order was definitive plans on how we're going to win the overall grand scheme of the war. And the war is won through battles. And we've got to take this hill. We've got to conquer this territory before we can get, you know, to the prize. And so, you know, I know that for me, I always kept my eye on my long-term vision. I didn't focus on the short-term obstacles in my way, because if I did, I'd be dead a long time ago. My business would have collapsed and crumbled and I would have gave up because sometimes you lose the battles and, and it's, yes, you do. it's, and to me it's defeating, right? Because you feel like, Oh my gosh, I didn't get that job that I really wanted. You know, we, we, we bid that job very low and we still didn't get it that stuff to be can be defeating sometimes but they're overcome by small wins you know hey we got mm-hmm. this project we got that project and 
ever since we opened our business, we've had small wins that have just carried us through. And those small wins are life-giving. They're life-giving. I want to go back to the beginning very quickly because I have this image of you jumping into the water and, and that cold water and not knowing, you know, knowing you're not going to quit, but it's not going to be easy. And you've shared a story with us and it's gone really fast of, of hardship. There's, there's an entrepreneur out there right now or an entrepreneur in his mind or a, a, a struggling employee at a corporate level thing that just wants to do something different. And you've shared with him now how hard it is. But is that, is it worth it to jump in two feet in? Is it, is, is the reward on the other side of all this work? Can you tell that person that's listening now that it's worth it? What advice would you give him or her? Well, I would even be, I would even say that they would have to go in reverse here for a minute because the person that decides to jump all in and go all in has to first make the decision that this is something they want to do and they're willing to go through it. Because Brian, let's face it. If you're not willing to go through it, you're not going to make it's it. Probably not, yeah. Yeah. You're not going to make it. Yeah. But to those entrepreneurs out there who say, I'm giving it everything I've got. I've got one thing on my mind and I just want to win. I would say, just keep going. Yeah. If, if, if one piece of advice I could give anybody, I don't have that magical formula. I can sit down all day with someone and help them create a PL and a balance sheet and show them what their cash flow statement needs to look like. And that, and it works. The nitty gritty, getting down to the grit, you know, as part of your podcast, getting down to the grit is just going through it because different challenges are going to come to the surface, just like in combat. You know, listen, we're getting, you know, we're, we, we're on our plan. Things are going as planned as part of the five paragraph order, but now we're getting contact left. What do we do now? Well, we have to shift fire. What do we have to do in this situation where we're getting intel that we've got, you know, new groups of opposition coming in you'd, you'd have to keep going yeah. if you're going to win the small battles you have to you have to keep going and so to you know to answer your question for entrepreneurs out there who you know are, are going through things i just say the best advice i could give is just keep going and keep being creative and coming up with as many options as you possibly can to get through it i'm going to beat this dead horse one more time Sometimes you can't though, Brett, let me challenge you on this. You're not Superman. You're Brett Canfield. God made you like you made the rest of us. And sometimes you're flat on your back and you just can't. What do you, and, but yet you do, what do you do to lift yourself off the ground and go? I'll be honest. Sometimes, you know, Les Brown always said, if you can look up, you can get up. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Sometimes you have to create and manufacture your motivation. And it sounds crazy mm. to say, but it's the absolute truth. Mm. You have to find a source of motivation, whether you're you're watching uh, inspiring entrepreneurs online or you just have a friend. You know, I always say that if I want to manufacture motivation, sometimes I've had to do that. I literally will pick my phone up and I'll start paying gratitude forward to other people. And I'll start thanking people for being in my life and thanking people for something small they did for me yesterday. And it literally, it's uplifting, right? Because I'm encouraging other people. It's, it's, it's a crazy facade, but I get satisfaction out of that. And it, it builds me up. And, and then I look around and then I start having gratitude and being thankful for the good things in my life. And I start thinking about all the positive things that have happened to me, you know, up to now. And I start, and then it, it puts me into this, 
positive mood and affirms that, you know, things are not as bad as what I thought they were. And so for me, I manufacture motivation. Sometimes I have to come up with some false sense of motivation by manufacturing it and, and start paying gratitude forward to people and being thankful for people to get me up out of the ditch that I'm in. Manufactured motivation. I, I had to write that down. I think that's uh, that's an amazing way to look at life when it gets a little bit tough and, and business is tough. So let's talk about business real quick. Uh, moving forward, I'm interested in what the next challenges, the next hurdles, uh, what you see as the, uh, the conflicts moving forward for smart digital. What are we trying to accomplish here that are going to cause some struggle here? Yeah, I see you laughing. Yeah, let me just talk about the no, I mean, it's a good question. Talk about the temperature of the water across the board. That's going to affect everyone. I mean, I think right now we don't know, even know who our next president's going to be. Um, there's so much rhetoric about all of that. And you know, the racial tension, the, the, the civil protests that have been going on, I think that affects our economy as a whole. Right. Yeah, sure does. And, you know, and it, and it's the ripple effect, right? It, it, it affects some industries more than others and some not so much, but, as a ripple effect, it's eventually going to affect everyone, right? The global economy, because on a national scale, you know, the U S makes up uh, a very large portion of the global economy. I think that for me, challenges going forward is where are we going to land? How's the plane going to land uh, politically? Who's our next president going to be, whether a uh, president Trump concedes the presidency to president elect Biden or not. And I don't advocate for uh, President Trump or Joe Biden, but I just say that, um, man, that's going to affect everyone. Yeah. And I think everyone's just kind of waiting to see and anticipate how the plane's going to land. Yeah. And, and figure out what to do next and, and what hurdles that whatever that next step is are going to create. And it does. Very good. Hey, I, I, there's a couple of things I want to I want to sh- share here with our listeners. You folks, this is the reason I do this podcast. This the inspiration that Brent just gave us of of being down and and coming back and being down and coming back again and never quitting. That's what I want you to understand. And 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 if you are more inspired today than you were uh, twenty minutes ago, uh, then that's success. And I just Brent, I thank you for sharing that story. I, I it's I hope that it was inspiring to everyone as it was to me. Sure. And I want to share one more thing, uh, Brent, your service. And I share this for all the, the veterans out there, regular people like me, when I say regular, I mean that you are extraordinary. Uh, those, I didn't serve uh, in the military, I didn't serve. And, and so I, it just didn't happen. So when people like me come up to people like you, I think we don't know what to say. And so we say, thank you for your service. And I want you to know that every single time that I do it and every single time that anyone else does it, if it sounds like, yeah, that's just one more thing that people say, it's not, we just don't know how to share our gratitude to you. And that's the very best I think that we can do. So I want you to know that. Sure. I appreciate that, Brian. And that means a lot to me. And I think I speak on behalf of all veterans. We do it because it's what we're called to do. And much like a doctor, much like a dentist, it's, it's their calling. Right. And, and I'm, and I'm proud uh, of people like you and I'm proud to serve patriots and I'm proud to serve people who aren't patriots. Uh, that's what that's what America is all about. Isn't that the truth? And I tell everyone, not everybody wants to be a Marine, but anybody could be a Marine. Mm. It's all in your brain housing group. It's it's in the unwillingness to quit. And if you know, going back to your grit, I, I read a lot of books and 
Lone Survivor was a book that really sticks in my mind because it's so near and dear to my heart for the experiences that, that I went through. But Marcus Luttrell, at, at, at a certain point in that experience, was all by himself because the rest of his team uh, was killed uh, in the mountains of Afghanistan. And when I go back to the, the manufacturing, the motivation, you just have to realize that there's some times in life and in business where the odds are stacked so far against you and you feel like there's no way out and you're so down about this or that and the challenges that you face, you, there are times you're just going to have to manufacture some motivation. Marcus Luttrell had to manufacture motivation in the mountains of Afghanistan. It's a fact. He had to figure out that there was more, that there was something beyond him just giving up in the mountains of Afghanistan, that there was life beyond that. Although he lost his entire team, he had to remember that he had family back in Texas and he had, he had sailors and he had shipmates, you know, in the Navy that he wasn't going to quit or give up on. And so at that point, and I'm sure he would agree to this, he had to manufacture the motivation to get him through that, those situations. And it's the same in business. In business, there are times that you just feel like you're up against the wall and the peril of running business is so tough and all these obstacles are in your way. You have to manufacture, you know, some motivation to get you up out of that ditch and get you out of that mentality because better days are going to come for sure. And it's always so fulfilling. I got hair standing up on my arm right now in the back of my neck because better days are going to come. The sun is going to shine again, and you are going to be victorious through those small battles uh, come hell or high water. And you just have to keep that mentality. Don't ever lose that mentality. You'll get through it. Don't ever quit. Brent, if, if someone wanted to reach out to you, uh, uh, an entrepreneur, someone who wants to decide whether they're jumping in feet first, someone who's ready to quit, maybe a veteran wants to share stories, how would, uh, or someone at a school or a healthcare facility or, or anywhere that needs some quick security and, and uh, take a look at these sentry pots, how would they get in touch with you, Brent? We have two websites, uh, smartdigital.net and sentrypods.com. And obviously there's contact forms on there that you can, you know, con, you know, fill out and, and reach out to us at Smart Digital. And I'm happy to, you know, collaborate with other entrepreneurs or other people. Great. Great. And I'm going to give you 30 seconds to explain the uh, figurine behind your uh, left shoulder there, Brent. Tell, tell me, because I know people are wondering what's up with the, the, the gladiator back there. <laughs> well, you know, honest, honestly, I think it kind of ties to your podcast, Brian. It's, uh, you know, that, that mannequin as it as it is is the spartan which is our sentry pods logo yeah. and so it reminds me each and every day that i need to sometimes i just need to spartan up yep. situations because we've always got 40 percent left in the tank yep. even when we're at the bottom of the tank we've got a little more in us that we don't know is there don't we that's right Thank you so much for sharing that information, Brent. I want to uh, do a quick commercial for Spire Advertising. If you don't mind, uh, Spire is a marketing company. And if you are looking for a partner in your marketing efforts, uh, we are here for you. We're, we're accountable. Uh, we're responsible for the good and the bad. And we will share uh, all of that information with you uh, to help you do better and, and accomplish more results in your marketing. If you're trying to reach us at all, we're at spiread.com. Uh, my email is brian at spiread.com. And you can find me also on LinkedIn. I am Brian Leffelock, Director of Sales with Spire Advertising. Thrilled and just over the, the moon about our conversation here. And I'm excited to go manufacture some motivation of myself. Brent, thank you for being a guest on A Dash of Grit. 
You're welcome, Brian. I appreciate it. Thank you so Good much. Thank you. And thanks to everyone else out there for tuning in. Now go show some grit for yourself and win the day. This is a dash of grit. Recipes for success from courageous leaders who overcome challenges and build great things.